You're listening to The Sport Market. Once again, here's your host, Tom Manette. That will do it. For the third period, that will do it for this game as the Prince George Cougars shut out the Vancouver Giants by a final score of 5 to nothing. Difficult way for the Giants to go into Legends Weekend and, of course, the weekend that the LEC, the Langley Event Centre, is hosting the Western Canada Collectibles Experience. Uh, uh, all kinds of autograph opportunities there at the show. Uh, the Giants, uh, as you just heard, they're losing five bunk on Friday night. They're up against the Lethbridge Hurricanes uh, today, uh, to, uh, tonight, to close out the uh, homestand. Uh, Vancouver uh, Giants, you know, they're still in that opportunity where they can make a run here, but the wiggle room is uh, diminishing very quickly. We're efforting uh, Steve Ewan of the province and the province.com. Uh, uh, we'll begin uh, by going around the horn with the Vancouver Canucks. And certainly, uh, I'll, I'll just, you know, put it out there. If you ever needed any indication of how much of an impact the Vancouver Canucks are making on the marketplace. You just needed to be at the Canucks Alumni Luncheon uh, yesterday at the Fairmont Hotel Vancouver. Uh, from Jim Hewson, Tom Larshide, uh, John Shorthouse, and others, uh, just a lot of praise on the way this edition of the Canucks is playing and the excitement and, and the optimism that uh, this edition of the Canucks has brought back to the the fan base here and it's been so much pent up demand uh, over the course of the last 10 years plus since the last time there was really anything to cheer about and and that's accepting of course that that special you know four week run in the bubble in Edmonton uh, during the 2020 uh, uh, COVID year there was a lot of excitement there and of course Thatcher Demko really showed himself to be the goaltender that he's very much become but Jim Hewson talking about the mood of the marketplace has changed so much and give credit where credit's due. Jim Rutherford setting the culture, Patrick Alvin playing the role of general manager and Rick Tockett obviously getting the most out of this roster, which is his job as the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. They go into the weekend with the third best record in the entire National Hockey League, behind only the 27-point Vegas Golden Knights and the 26-point Boston Bruins, the Canucks are at 25 points. Steve Ewan of the province and theprovince.com, of course, uh, has been uh, covering both Giants hockey, Canucks hockey, all, almost all the beats here in the lower mainland. <laughs> and um, the Vancouver Canucks haven't actually produced this kind of energy and excitement uh, in a long time, Steve. Uh, are you still among those holding off to get to sort of American Thanksgiving at the end of next week uh, before you deem this team real? Or do you have enough, uh, enough data to say that... Uh, uh, they could very well be a playoff team. Oh, I, I, I think all along, I think that was the general consensus was, was that if things went right, that they were going to be in the playoff hunt, and, and they, they continue to go right. I think um, they're getting the puck up the ice better than I thought they would. I think they're moving, you know, go, going from from defense to offense better than I thought they would. Um, I think the goaltending is what we thought it was, you know, would be in the power play is. You know, like they've got the pieces for a decent power play, and they've got 
three lines that can score. So I, I think we thought there was there's a chance there. Um, I, yeah, I think their best guys have been their best guys. Um, and and I, what I really like is that they don't seem to be getting too far ahead of themselves. They're not. They're not. They, the only people in Vancouver who aren't excited about the Vancouver Canucks right now seem to be the Vancouver, you know, Vancouver Canucks, which I think that bodes well that, that, that they're looking long term and that they see this as a as a, a longer play than, than those of us that are excited about uh, about the start. Steve, a big part of the business of hockey in this marketplace is the business of hockey broadcasting. Uh, some of the legendary names that have held the roles as Canucks broadcasters uh, were on full display at the Canucks Alumni Luncheon uh, at the Fairmont Hotel Vancouver uh, on Friday afternoon. We just finished talking to Joey Kenward of Sports 650 Vancouver about that. But Jim Robson, Jim Hewson, Tom Larshide, John Shorthouse, uh, all of them among the very, very best at their craft. Of course, they all point to uh, Jim Robson as being their inspiration. But as a sports writer here in Vancouver, what has that that succession of uh, top-of-the-league broadcasters meant to you in terms of inspiring you, aspiring, uh, you know, setting uh, aspirational goals, uh, even if it was, you know, your, your beats were beyond just hockey? Well, I, just, I just think all those guys all those guys you talk about just deal with things with such class and such skill. And they're such good guys. Like Jim Robson may be as good a guy as you're ever going to meet. And I think having those kind of role models more so as professionals, Robson treats everyone the same, whether you're Wayne Gretzky or you're Steve Ewan, right? He treats everyone the same. And I think that's a testament to, to who, who he is as a guy. And if, Jim Robson can do that. We, you know, we all should do that. Uh, he is absolutely a unicorn that way. Uh, they certainly do not come any better than Jim Robson in terms of, as you say, quality of heart and uh, quality of mind. We're talking to Steve Ewan of the province and the province.com. Uh, Tommy Larshide, a very interesting career in and of itself. I mean, he's done both football and and hockey, and and you don't see that these days in no. in in many markets. Uh, you know, he might have been very well, you know, one of the last of his breed. And again, a guy that that has great energy and and just great personality. And, and again, another real class guy. And and I think that's the thing that strikes me as you go up and down that list, and and you mention all those names, and they're all really good people. And and I think, I, you know, the this sports media gig is filled with egos and, and, and people that, you know, have grander, grander feelings about themselves than maybe they should. And to see the top, top guys not be like that. I think, I think that really, if it, if it doesn't set an example for you, you're really missing the boat. We're going around the horn with Steve Ewan. We'll go from the Canucks to the BC Lions. Uh, they fell short against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I really thought that Vernon Adams Jr. Uh, and uh, the uh, Lions were going to give the Bombers a lot more trouble and, 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 and win that Western Divisional Final. Bombers were just too tough on the ground, in the air. Uh, they go to their fourth consecutive Grey Cup Championship Final. What is the big need now for the BC Lions on the field, and what's the big need for the marketing off the field? I, I, I think they need to find a way to stay 
in in the news cycle. I think they need to be talking about who they're bringing in and why they're bringing them in and who they're bringing back and, and, and those type of stories. I think that's important because uh, this tends to be a market where out of sight, out of mind pretty quickly. So I'd, I'd like to, you know, what are they going to do with, with, you know, up and down the lineup, you know, what are they going to do with the running game? What, you know, how are they going to sell and, and how are they going to sell the great cup? You know, I, I, I think that gives you, you know, you've got a year build up. I think you look at, Super Bowls and WrestleManias and those, you know, the the Daytona 500s and and they're they're able to sell those things years in advance. And I think that's that's something I'd like to say. I'd like to you know know about the music and what are the plans, what are they going to do with the stadium and those things. And I think that's a chance you can you can space out your news cycle and, and really get people keep keep people interested throughout throughout the off season. I think that's going to be the challenge. For them overall, I think, and getting the team better, getting to the point where, yeah, they're you know they're gonna get home field away from Winnipeg, or they're gonna be able to to to, to win in those kind of Winnipeg conditions, let's call them. Right? I think they they need to find a way to be the Blue Bombers. From the BC Lions, we go to the Vancouver Whitecaps FC of Major League Soccer. They're, of course, in their own offseason alongside the BC Lions. But uh, Vanny Sartini uh, into some cross-promotion yesterday at the Canucks Alumni Luncheon at the Fairmont Hotel Vancouver, posing for photographs with Rick Tockett. It's almost like he was wanting to touch the um, uh, the bunny's paw there for some, uh, uh, for, for, for some, for some good luck moving forward. Uh, I didn't hear them discussing, discussing officiating though uh, Steve no. oh, and, and again that's going to be the challenges and, and, and I think it's going to be even become more of a challenge as the hockey team performs better because <laughs> there's only, I mean, people only, only only have so much entertainment you know so many entertainment dollars and I think as the hockey team gets better more people are going to start you know kind of sending their money that way and, and that's going to be hard on Lions, Whitecaps, Canadians, even so, I, I think those, those, those that second tier is going to have to find a way to, to to keep themselves relevant. Steve, uh, uh, you were there. The uh, Vancouver Giants uh, were the were basically um, the victim of uh, uh, five Cougar attacks, uh, five nothing yeah. win uh, by the Prince George, George Cougars. It doesn't get uh, much easier. Lethbridge Hurricanes uh, in town this weekend. Uh, what's your prognosis on the Vancouver Giants as they approach the uh, the Christmas season and the Teddy Bear Toss season? Need to get Samuel Hansen back, who's their best player. He should be back next week. I think that will lengthen out their lineup and, and slot guys into maybe better spots, spots where they're more better better suited for. Um, we'll give them another leader. I think they're a very young team, uh, and and he's a guy that's that's been at you know been around an NHL team for several weeks now. Uh, a guy that that the other guys will listen to and pay you know pay close close attention to. Uh, they I, they seem to be a team that's missing an identity right now, and I think they're going to have to figure out a way to to to. I, I think they they're going to have to figure out who they are. You know, are they a, are they a, a skill team? Are they a checking team? Are they a, you know a defensive team? I, I think they really got. There's no calling card right now at that club, so I, I think that's going to be part of their part of their next few weeks is is really getting that hammered out. 
We uh, continue to go around the horn with Steve Ewan of the province and theprovince.com. Uh, the National Lacrosse League's Vancouver... Warriors. You can't do. You can't leave Tino hanging. No, and, and I'm not going to leave him hanging. In fact, I'm going to suggest that Kurt Malofsky is not going to leave any of his uh, players hanging. He certainly is setting the bar high in terms of work ethic. He's already playing that pride card. Uh, obviously, he realizes there's a lot of work to be done here. But if anybody's going to turn this team into a winner, you'd have to think, based on track record, Kurt Malofsky uh, is, if, if he can't do it, nobody can it's it's really interesting to see the buzz inside the lacrosse community. I think um, the, there was a, the NLL website did a poll of GMs and coaches, I think. And Aaron Bowl, who at, at this point last year didn't have a full-time job in the league, was voted the number four goalie in the league. I think that says something about, I said something about how Aaron finished the year and the kind of shape he's in. He's, I think he's 38 going on 25. He looks amazing. But it also says something about the, you know, how people feel about Vancouver and, and what's happening in Vancouver and what they, you know, what they like about Kurt and just how organized and inspired. And, um, you know, I, I think, I, and, and I've always, I've, this is not a new thought for me. I've, if they can get that team into the playoffs, I think people are really going to fall for it. I think you're going to see 10 or 12,000 people there. So I, and, and I, I don't, I don't know what a good expectation is this year. Maybe maybe eight wins, maybe to go from four to eight and be around the playoff hunt. I could see them being a real contender in two years. I think I think that's that's maybe where you know my mind is at. But I, I you know I think they take a dramatic jump here uh, in wins. Steve, we've got thirty seconds left in around the horn. Uh, bottom line, uh, Vancouver Canadians in their off season when they open. In April at Nat Bailey Stadium, will Shohei Otani be a member of the Blue Jays organization? No, I don't. I I can't see him going to Toronto. I, I can see him going to a big, big East Coast American city. I I, I'm, I you just you, I keep going back to the Yankees. I keep wondering if that's they're going to make the big showcase. So I I saw San Francisco. Um, it seems to be all over. I've always wondered about his body breaking down. Uh, I, 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 you know, he seems to be, I, I'm fearful of, of being a guy that signs him and wondering that, that you're just, he, he tries to do so much that the body isn't built for that. Right. It just, it, it, he's going to wear out. So I, I, I would be leery of giving him a, a long-term big, big uh, ticket contract. We'll keep our uh, eyes on that People story. Giving me a long-term uh, contract. No, well. exactly. The, well, listen, we'll have our lawyers contact your lawyers, and we'll take it from there. There you go. Hey, Sounds Steve, good. thank you so much. Have Thanks a terrific much, rest of this Grey Cup uh, weekend and uh, F1 Vegas weekend uh, and a Giants uh, weekend. You take care. And UBC football. UBC football, of course, uh, a, a, a cup championship like on the, the line today. Right Absolutely. Absolutely. No, and, you know, you, you can listen to Tom and, and tune in the, tune in the football game. <laughs> there we go. That's oh, the yeah. best of both worlds. Thank you so much, Steve. There you hey, go. listen, have Thank a great you. rest of the weekend. Okay, bye-bye. He is Steve Ewan of the province and theprovince.com. We'll roll out the closing bell and some hot audio next right here on the sport market where we're rating and debating the bulls and bears of sport business on Sportsnet 650 Vancouver and the Sport Market Radio Network.